Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of American Dudeocracy here in the podcast studio. Fellas, Mayor Dave, how you doing? Magic Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Or mic drop Matt. Yeah. (laughs) Mike smack talk Matt. (laughs) Uh, Kamikaze, how you doing, buddy? Hey, doing good. Still working on my blowing smoke rings, by the way. Kamikaze over there burning it down. Burning it down. (laughs) Burning it down. Uh, Having fun while I'm doing it. You know, I got I feel like I gotta take a second. You know, the Mayor Dave thing came from you know, we we would go places in town with old Davo. We'd get together on a whim, be like, hey, let's meet up here and we'll go do this. We'd go in and we'd have a we'll sit down and somebody walked through the door. Dave's like, oh, hey. <laughs> Next person walked through the door. Dave's like, oh, hey. Like, <laughs> damn, man, we're with celebrity. Oh, celebrity Davo. <laughs> so that's where the term Mayor Dave comes from, because you can't go anywhere on the Western Slope without Davo getting high fives and hugs, yeah, man. That's right. I th- I'd say more more hugs than pretty, high fives. Pretty solid, for some dude. Reason. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to figure that out. And mostly men, I've well, noticed. Yeah, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's avoid that one just a little bit. But I am on a lot of milk jugs. I, okay, okay, so I can only imagine how many how many people Dave has influenced at the gym. Honestly, I'm like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? Dave's Dave's a pretty big dude, man. Solid dude. I can see that. By influence, do you mean shame? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you using these? <laughs> Let me just take those for you. Well, I am pretty recognizable with my pear shape. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. you Got to love it, man. Now, that's where the Mayor Dave thing comes from. The kamikaze thing we'll touch on someday. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, guys, you know, wanted to introduce. I found myself. Kind of digging more into stoicism like what is what is being a stoic what does that mean you know in a in a world full of emotions and craziness and this idea that everything's going to go forever and i've got all this time in the world like i found i have really found a lot of wisdom in the stoic beliefs you know you, you go back to like you know some of the most famous stoics right like marcus aurelius Everybody, if you haven't heard of Marcus Aurelius, uh, super famous, very knowledgeable Roman dude that had a lot of good beliefs, a lot of good ways to look at things. And, you know, it kind of comes down to, you know, this day and age, especially uh, with politics have invaded everything. Nothing can be discussed. Everything's emotional. Everybody goes from zero to ten. And there's always this idea like, well, we'll just deal with that tomorrow. That's tomorrow. I'll get to that. Or I'm so mad about that that I can't even think straight. And and the stoic way of life is more like, look, there are things that I can control and there are things that I cannot. So what am I going to put my time into? And one of the best things that I... I've found with the whole stoic belief is understanding some hard truths, right? One, we are all going to die. Fact, no one makes that a life alive, right? How many days do we have? We don't know. So if you were to line up a calendar, average life expectancy where you live, and if you wanted to do circles or squares, you could do weeks, you could do days, you could do months, you could do years. And every time one of those happens, you filled in a dot. 
Mm. So every single time you're looking, you're like, oh, she, there's another one. There's another one. And you start filling that calendar out. It kind of makes you realize like every day counts. You know what? It's uh, it really does. And there's a thing called reality and common sense. <laughs> you know, what was disheartening to me is realizing that when I saw my girls being born as infants, I had to realize that at some point, like me, they're going to die. And they're just these teeny weeny little things. Very sobering. Yes. Stoicism. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a saying the Stoics go by. It's called, it says, memento mori. And that means you're going to die. Like, live in the moment. Because eventually everybody dies. So, you start setting these goals. And it's one of those things that I've learned, you know, to live in the present, right? So many times in life, I've found myself where I'll set up a trip or a vacation or I'll go plan to do something. And this is like eight months later. And I'll look at that date on the calendar. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for that date. And then eight months go by. And that was like the one thing I was looking forward to. Dude, that's that's like a week out of the year. There's 52 weeks a year. And if you're not living every single day building up to that one week trip. What have you missed out on? Dude, you've missed out on 51 weeks out of the year because you were looking forward to that one week. And then you get there and it goes by super fast yep. and back to reality it's and all gone. shit. <laughs> so, you or know, it doesn't go as planned and you're upset because now you just wasted all the time looking yeah. forward to it and all this yeah. time and money. So it kind of made me realize like, li- what does it mean to live in the moment, live in the present? Like, what do you do today? Tomorrow's not guaranteed for any of us. Shit, later today's not. But what are you doing about it? You know what I mean? Uh, are you tied up? Are you trying to make, I, I think that's where the politics have infected all of us, right? We're so caught up in a lot of these things that we really can't change. We, I mean, well, I hate to say we can't change, but until we come together, we are very unlikely to change a lot of the things that are going on. So rather than focus on all that stuff, that's really outside your control. What can you control? You can control what you did today. You can control what you're doing now. That's about it. All you can really control is how you react to stuff, right? That's a whole stuff will happen to you. Perspective. A hundred percent, right? That's going to happen. It's just how you react to it. Yeah. Is is the only thing that's truly in your control. Yeah. Your reaction. Why we're speaking truth today. Yeah. That's good. Well, it's, you know, as, as well, as a, as a male, as an American male, father, taxpayer, worker, Blah, 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 right? There's all these stresses and all these pressures. Now, that's not to say that a lot of that isn't exactly what you're born to do as a head of household, as a father figure, as a father, as a mentor, as a brother, as a son, as a, there's these things, you know, necessities in life that we are programmed and we should be achieving those necessities. Like if you have a family, you, you need to provide the necessities. Now, really what are necessities, Right food, water, education, and skills, life skills. Those are kind of the end of the necessities. And then everything above and beyond that is just kind of icing on the cake. And there's a lot of people that'll spend most of their days chasing that icing on the cake, and they're not really focused on the necessities. 
And then pretty soon we get caught up and we're like, man, why are all our kids are uneducated and ornery and whack and crazy and ADA, you know, all this weird stuff that has happened and we haven't really focused on those things. So what's in your control? You know what I mean? It's, it's the stoic way of life. The stoic beliefs have really kind of drawn me back into, I guess, my approach. Like, like you said, what can you control? It's your reaction. The person that can get you angry owns you. You are their well, slave. And I also think that you are kind of what you take in, right? Kind of like your diet. Your your mental health is very similar to your diet, right? If you eat nothing but junk food and, you know, you're going to get fat. If you're that's all you're eating and you don't exercise, all that stuff, you know what's going to happen, right? That That's a simple consequence law of consequences right that that's yeah. a law you can't avoid that well the same goes for your mental state right if all you're taking in is the the death murder shows or facebook social media crap and all that negative stuff and oh look at the some guy just killed three people in idaho and he's coming down all that stuff that's all you're taking in then that's going to bend your thinking it's going to warp your thinking right it becomes your reality yeah that, that's you are what you take in what you consume yeah. right both physically and mentally well even looking at your uh look at your car you know if you put in watered down fuel you put in the e88 when you actually need just a regular grade your car is not going to run uh the way you want it to when you need it to perform and it's also uh you know you get in a situation where you're climbing hills it's just going to poop out on you. And the life of your car is going to be, it's going to be crap. You know, I'm a pilot, so I like talking airplanes. So jet fuel versus avgas, right? We've had some issues in the past where they actually put in uh, avgas in a, a jet. And yeah, it doesn't work very well. <laughs> All right. So same with your car, right? If you put in diesel in your car or or gas in your diesel, it's not going to run at all, right? It'll tell you real quick. Yep. You're going to break thing, something. Same thing with diet, your mental health issues, everything. What you feed your kids emotionally. Yep. Well, so I mean, think, think about that, right? So a couple of prime examples. <clears throat> you turn on the news. If you, if you are trying to get a lowdown rundown on the world around you, outside of what you see every day, essentially, you turn on the news. In one word, what do you see, Dave? Sensationalism for me. That's what I see. Dwayne, what do you see? You see what sells. Chaos, fear, conspiracy, all that stuff sells. That's what sells papers right. and stories. So fear. that's what you see. Yeah. Fear, sensationalism. I see bad things. Right. So yep. we see, neg I guess in one word, it's all kind of negative, yeah, right? Is that yeah. fair to say? Like yes, it's, it's absolutely. a negative absolutely. and it's because it sells and it's because it's sensational and it hooks people and they, oh my God, this is terrible. I can't turn it off. And, and then flip side, you get on social media. Mostly if you're digging into like your friends, you have friends on social media and they post pictures. It is always the pinnacle of their day, the pinnacle of their day, their vacation. This is the most perfect time of the day. So you go from one extreme to the other. You turn on the news. All you see is the bad, horrible, terrible stuff you put on social media. And yeah, there's plenty of horrible stuff there too. But 
like all you see is the perfect angle of a picture, the perfect sunset on the beach. So there's all this life that happens in between those two things. And if you're living on one extreme or the other, that's what you're taking in. Then either one, the world is terrible. It's horrible. Everybody's killing each other or the other side. My life isn't as good as theirs. Yeah. So where do you fall in there? I see a lot of people posting a lot of things to eat <laughs> yeah and a lot of filtered selfies oh dude yeah, <laughs> well, right. oh filters oh. let's talk filters oh. and that's a perfect example of what i'm saying so filters now n- most pictures like they're not even of the person i've i have we talked about this before didn't we i mm-hmm. have seen people they post pictures on social media and i don't see them for a month or a year or whatever then i walk right by them in real life and i'm like holy what happened? <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> Just a couple months ago, you you were this, and that's wow, not you. Wow, you've grown. Yeah, <laughs> and adults yeah. don't like to hear that. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's but that's so. What compels someone to completely change their picture and put it out on social media? One, you're obviously not happy with what you see, so you're altering it. Rather than physically digging in and doing something about that, momento mori, rather than living for today and making that change to be more of what you think you should be, you just change the filter. It's easy, right? So again, you get Control what you consume. Yeah. So what, what are you taking in? What are you putting out? So I can't imagine being in a state where I take a picture of myself and I have to completely alter it before I send it out to the world. Like yep. That should be a red flag for yourself. And I'm not, man, look, if you've done it, we're all human. We all do really dumb stuff. I am probably the king of dumb shit. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I, I would encourage people to do is turn the lights off and then take your picture. It'll come out perfect every time. I like that. And then post yeah. it. And post it. Post it. Just a big old dark <laughs> spot in the yeah. screen there. Well, then people are think you support BLM, Dave. <laughs> Your profile. I do. Bikers lives matter. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, it's dude. It's, it's weird. But that, that whole stoic belief system is pretty neat. Like I read, I read a book called meditations by Marcus Aurelius and it's a lot of it was really good. Some of it was really, really heavy. Some of it's like, I can't really wrap my mind around where he was going. Cause my, my simple mind does, doesn't mm-hmm. get there, but there's a lot of good information there, you know, taking in some of those things. And I, I think it goes back to a thing we've talked about and we'll continue to talk about, like nothing is new under the sun. It's in the Bible. It's yeah. it's a that is a very, very heavy, heavy, yet accurate statement. Right. So, yep. again, man, we're all going to die. Accept that. Thousand years from now, if the world's still around, do you think anybody's going to know who you are, what you did? No. Mm. So what are you doing about your life today to make today. it better? Like there is nobody riding in here on, with a cape to save any of us, no matter what a politician might promise you. They're just there to take your money and take your money. <laughs> so I like having like practical tips on on how to do this. So I, I love this concept, right? So how do you become more stoic? How do you become wiser with how you deal with things? And how do you lower the amount of stress and anxiety and fear in your life because pretty sure if you've lived through the last couple years you've experienced all of that right i know i sure have had my fair 
fair share of that. So it's out there. That's in our culture. Humans are kind of built that way, right? Yeah. They, so they you, run to the look at looky loos, right? Looky loos are my favorite. Oh, yeah. Rubberneckers. Yeah. There's an accident on the road. And the next oh, yeah. thing you know, everybody has to look and see, oh, my God, what's well, going on? Or there's another accident from people and, not paying attention. <laughs> and they create <laughs> yeah. more because they're the looky loos, right? Rather than paying attention to what I'm doing, they're like, oh, well, look at that. So I guess to answer your question without without going overboard, the simple answer, and, and not a lot of people like it. Hell, I don't even like this answer, but I'm trying to live by it, is do the things you don't like to do. You You have to learn. So I'll give an example, and I don't recommend this, but growing up with a couple brothers, we fist fought. I learned really quick that all of a sudden name calling hurts less than a punch in the face. Now, that's not to say that, you know, hurting your feelings or getting your feelings hurt isn't a real thing. However, getting punched in the face hurts worse. Um, So the next time someone calls me a name. And I go, huh, is that worth entering that realm, stepping into that ring where I start the name calling back and forth that's going to end up with one of us or both of us getting punched in the face? Is it worth it? No, it's not. You shrug it off. Oh, Or or a trip to jail. Yeah, that's creative. (laughs) Good job. Haven't heard that one before. And you go on about your day. So I think it's it's doing learning, learning what is uncomfortable and how to overcome it like perspective, right? So again, using that punch in the face, there are people out there that absolutely believe words are violence. And to me, I cannot for the life of me connect those dots because violence is violence. Words are not to me. You can say anything you want to me. Some of it. Sure. Is it going to hurt my feelings? Maybe. And the only things that really hurt your feelings, if you really draw back and listen, are the things that are true, that you might own a bit of that. Hey, you're you're a oil and gas drilling, planet killing sucker. Well, I am an oil and gas energy worker. You bet. I'm not a I guess I'm a planet killer because I live here because everything has an offset. But to get angry about that comment, like some the main thing would have to stick. It'd have to be accurate. The only thing you really get upset about is when someone says something that actually has a little bit of truth to it. Like yeah. if we're being totally honest. You know, I think the caveat to that with adults, hundred percent with children though, I think words do matter a lot that can be affect them differently than, than adults. But you know, we're talking Mainly, primarily adults here anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Kids, man, kids are like going back to childhood, right? Like the first time you get called a name, you're like, wow, am I really a stupid head? Or whatever it is, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't even understand. I'm a stupid head. Like, but cotton-headed Nicky Muggins. Yeah, <laughs> you cotton-headed Nicky Ninny Muggins. I, I don't remember being called yeah. that. You're I not said, the real Santa. Does hurt. <laughs> You're not the real Santa. You smell like beef and cheese <laughs> and, and whiskey. Yeah. You know yeah. what's funny is uh, I remember I had a choice here about in 2008, 2009. I was looking at a sponsor position at the PD, and I had a guy come into my store at the time. I was I had a fitness store. And a uh, guy come in and he said, I want, uh, I'd like you to come to work with us. And uh, this is oil and gas. 
So long story short, I chose oil and gas knowing that I'd be called oil field trash. Did that ever really offend me? It really didn't because once I got out there, these oil field trash people were God-loving, Bible-believing, family guys, blue-collar, loved their families, provided for them, worked hard, and they were good people. They were good souls, salt of the earth. That doesn't offend me. It never did. Yeah. Never did. So it's all kind of how you take it. I mean, calling somebody something like that is actually kind of a compliment to me now. Well, it can (sighs) be. And again, like as, as adults, as, as, you know, people, as you work your way through life, like, again, if, if you're going to be honest about the situation, like, okay, let's say someone calls you fat. Okay. Let me, let me take a look. You know what? Sure. I, I'm probably a little fat. Like, so when you get offended, it's because there's got to be a partial truth to it. Right. And all I'm saying is take it. If it's worth getting angry over, then you obviously want to change something. So do something about it because you can change whatever. There is no rule or law in life that says if you don't like where you are, you can't do something different. There's no age limit on that. There's no time limit on that. You could do whatever you want. Change. Just start. Just change. Just start. Make the decision to change. Yeah. And I think that's that's where it kind of comes full circle to the stoic outlook, right? Like here's the things that I have control over and here's the things that I don't let me worry and focus on the things I can control. Understanding that I have a limited time on this planet, my life, it will end someday. So what is important to me? Where am I going to focus? Am I going to get lost in Facebook scrolling, blah, 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 social media, and then turn on the news and get sit on my couch and get upset, angry, blah, 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 blah. Or am I going to shut that garbage off and then move forward with my life? I think that's the long and short of it, really. But that takes ownership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get plugged into some good, good things out there, right? I think there's some good postings you could see, some good uh, social media. If you get plugged into the right channels and the right groups and whatnot, I think there's some benefits there. It's a tool, right? Social media is a tool. It can add value to your life, contrast to your life. It can add anger it can add jealousy it can add problems it can add solutions it's a tool it's all in how you use it man Uh, the news is a little less of that because the news just puts out what they put out but social media you have a choice to filter what you're seeing or turn it off or shut it off right here's the funny thing too is like you know i've talked several podcasts about my my faith and what God's asked me to do in the mornings, you know, turning off social media and getting on my knees and actually making a difference for my day. And I'm telling you, it has made a difference. And, uh, you know, having a faith filled, uh, conversation with a friend or so forth is really, uh, that's really good, wholesome stuff that you're taking in and it's, it's putting premium fuel in your, your daily life, your emotions, your mental health, your family. It's just turn on the rest of that crap off. The AOCs, John Kerry's, all, all these fear-based organizations, you know, flopping out your gas stove for an electric because you think you're poisoning your family. Come on, you guys, that's bullshit. And climate change and, you know, 10 years we're going to be this and that and the other. Turn that crap off. 
get back to the Bible, get back to the basics. Yep. Let not your heart be troubled. Yeah. Right? Fear should never be uh, a part of your, your, your world. It should be faith and wisdom over fear. Mm-hmm. Mm. I say that all the time. Can't say it enough. I try to preach that to my kids too. Yeah. Well, well said. Agreed. It's awesome, dude. I, I love that it's wisdom analogy. That's putting premium fuel in your tank, man. That's <laughs> the truth. That is some truth right there, man. Yep. So lay off the E85. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the corn fuel. <laughs> Should be eating corn, not burning it. <laughs> need to eat that stuff, not put it in a tank. Uh, that's pretty solid advice, Davo. Mayor Dave coming through, man. man. <laughs> Mayor Dave. Mayor Dave. Vote for me. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Already did. Yeah. Yeah. I printed out more votes for you, too. Dave's over 82 million. He's he's killing it. Still in the basement and winning. (laughs) So, no, I would encourage you guys to look into it, man. You know, and again, to kind of, I guess, to reiterate, right? Like the sensationalism world we live in today, you find yourself trying to get pulled in so many directions based on fear based on someone else is out there trying to wrong you. And at the end of the day, you are for your life. If you take control and you own it, you own the good, you own the bad, you own your shortcomings, you own your triumphs and you own them. There are almost no buddy can take that away from you. So, but you have to own it. The minute you give over your power, you give over the outcome. You give over where you're headed for the day is the day you lose that. If you give it away, you lose it. But well it's yours spoken. to give away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well so spoken. I guess that's that's my final final rant. Kamikaze, you want to take us down? That's good. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was Aristotle that said the only way to avoid criticism is to be nothing, say nothing, and do nothing. Right. It's exactly. So, yeah. Right. You're going to see criticism. That's, that's just life we live, but it's how you react to it. Right. So we keep coming back to that. Good stuff in good stuff out. That's right. Bring it in, kick it out. Well, fellas. Love it. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Huh? Cheers. Have, Have a, a great, great. day. Mm-hmm. Peace out.